0: Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry, or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. Awesome! Hey, welcome to Christ Church! You guys glad to be here? Yeah? Well, hey, I know that there are some people in this room and it is their first time here with us. So if you've been to Christchurch before, would you give them a warm Christchurch welcome by giving them a big round of applause? So glad, so glad you're joining us tonight. I like to tell stories when I get up here. I'm going to tell you a story that I think you'll really like, unless you don't like the number two when it comes to the bathroom. All right, I think you like the story, but you might want to plug your ears if you don't like the number two when it comes. So I have a friend named Dan. I used to live in Kentucky, and I had this friend named Dan. And Dan told me a story about one of his friends. His friend was doing an internship. You guys know Kyle and Hannah that are here at church with us. They're interns here at Christ Church. Well, this guy was an intern at this business in Chicago, and it was his first week there. He was at this business party, all right? He was having a good time chatting with the guys he had met from his internship, and there across the room, he noticed a beautiful young lady, and he thought she was so gorgeous, and he was distracted by her all night. He was getting nervous and sweaty, and he hadn't even talked to her yet, but he finally told the dudes, he's like, guys, I have got to ask her out And so, even though he was nervous, he was overwhelmed by her beauty, and he made his way across the room, and now I know he used a pickup line, but I don't know what the pickup line was, okay? So, I need your help. I have three pickup line options, and I need you guys to choose. Now, I'm going to show you a few. I'm going to show you all three of them, all right? And then, then... Are you guys throwing pickup lines out over there? Oh, I'm going to show you a first pickup line. Here's the first pickup line. It says, "Are you religious? Because you're the answer to all of my prayers. Fellas, uh, would any of you guys would you guys say that to a girl? Anybody over there? No. Brainwood. Nice. OK, so here's the second pickup line. Do you live in a cornfield? Because I'm stalking you. Hey! Wow. Okay. Wow. That, that's the pickup line that Axel uses. Okay. Pickup line number three. If you were a booger, I would pick you. It's so cute. Okay. Okay. So give me your ears. Give me your ears. You have heard all three pickup lines. I'm going to let you guys choose. We're going to see them again and pick one, only one to cheer for. If you like this pickup line the best, I need you to say, Al, are you religious because you are the answer to all my prayers? Okay. The next one. Do you live in a cornfield? Because I'm stalking you. Okay. So if you were a burger, I would pick you first. (laughs) Okay. So we're at the party. This guy, he walks over to the girl and he says, what was the line again? <laughs> What's the line? I can't remember. No not, no, not that one. No, not that one. No, not that one. Do you live in a cornfield because I'm sucking you? Wow. Wow. And the girl was so flattered. She loved it. And she agreed to go on a date with this guy. And so this guy was living in Chicago wanted to make it an awesome date, so he booked some train tickets to Detroit. And they went to like the nicest steakhouse in Detroit. They had such a good dinner. But they had some time to kill after dinner before they had to get back on the train, so they went to Old Navy, just looking around, just browsing through the shirts, the sweaters, the jeans, whatever. And he realized something. He realized that that steak he had had was actually too good, and he needed to relieve some pressure, if you know what I'm saying. So because he is, fellas, 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 y'all need to take notes. So he was a gentleman, and so he excused himself from the presence of the ladies in the room, made his way across the store, and released the pressure. However, more came out than just pressure. It was a poopy situation. It was gross, man. He was panicking. He was even more nervous in the day he asked her out. But he realized, I am in Old Navy, a clothing store. So he was quick on his feet. He grabbed a sweater. He grabbed some jeans. The girl was across the room. He held it up. She gave the thumbs up. He went to the cashier and said, look, I don't need the sweater. Just give me the jeans. You don't need to know why. And so she said, all right. Checked him out. Gave him his bag. His bag. And he didn't have time to change. He wanted to change there at Old Navy, but they had to get back to the train. They get back to the train. They're the last people on. They sit down, and the train begins to move. And he realizes, like, oh, my, this pressure is going to stink up the train. i got to get out of these pants. And so he excuses himself once again. He excuses himself from the lady. Makes his way to the bathroom as the train is moving. He takes off his pants, takes off his underwear, and he cleans himself up. And he looks at the pants and he says, this is beyond repair. He opens the window and throws them out. Out of the moving train. He finishes cleaning himself up. He's like, whoa, i got to get back out there. She's going to know something was up. So he reaches back into the bag and pulls out the sweater. He looks into the bag. There were no pants in the bag. He just threw his only pair of pants out the window of a moving train. He was stuck. And now I don't know what you would do other than like maybe like reverse a sweater and go this way with it. I don't know what you would do. stick your legs through the armholes. I don't know. But I don't know what he did, but I do know. Fellas, you'll appreciate this. He got a second date with that girl. It was awesome. He did it. But I don't know what happened. So he was stuck in this bathroom, stuck with nowhere to go. And I know that this might sound weird now that I just told you that story, but there's some of you, there's some of you in this room who might feel stuck on this couch. We've been talking about making gains in our relationship. With Jesus, and on the first week, we talked about some of us in this room are a couch potato. When it comes to following Jesus, we're not. We're sitting on the couch. And a lot of you might feel stuck on this couch like you can't get up. And I am here to tell you tonight that that is not true. Jesus got on the cross so that I could get off the couch. Nobody in this room is too bad, nobody in this room is too far gone. Jesus to save them. So tonight we are talking about Jesus, but before we talk about Jesus, I want to talk to Jesus. So I'm going to pray, but I'm going to ask you guys to repeat a prayer back to God that I say. So if you would, put your hands out just like this and repeat the lines of this prayer back to God. Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus. Thank, you for us. thank you for loving us. Jesus, there's some of us in this room who don't follow you. Don't follow you. Dear, Jesus, Dear Jesus, we know you want them to follow you. you, follow you. Jesus, you got on, Jesus got on the cross so that we could get off the couch. So off the couch. Dear, Jesus, Dear Jesus, we love you. We love you. Amen. All right, give me your ears, give me your ears, give me your ears. Some of you are sitting right where I'm sitting when it comes to your relationship with Jesus. You're sitting on the couch, and maybe you feel like you're stuck, and like I just said, that's not true, because Jesus can get anybody off the couch. Anybody can follow Jesus, because Jesus got on the cross, I can get off the couch and tonight I want you to be thinking about this couch and some of you are sitting on it some of you want to follow Jesus but you feel stuck and you are not stuck because Jesus got on the cross and Jesus died on a cross the story of Jesus though does not start with the cross the story of Jesus has existed with God way back when God created the heavens and the earth And then God, he had this brilliant idea and he decided that he wanted to create something in his own image. So he created people. The first two were Adam and Eve. You've probably heard of them. He created people. It was a brilliant idea. And he created them perfect. But they made a choice to do what God had asked them not to do. And they sinned. So they were here, perfect, following God. They made a choice to do something that God told them not to do, and they walked over on a couch and they sat down. And this story has happened over and over again with people throughout history. They created perfect. They were created perfect in the image of God. They chose to sin. They chose to walk over here and sit down on the couch. God did not create you to sit on the couch. God created you to worship Him. And even though God created you to do that, every single one of us in this room at some point of another have taken a seat right here on the couch. And some of you in this room are still sitting on that couch. Tonight, tonight is about getting off the couch. Because God made a way. God sent Jesus down here to earth. And he lived a man, a perfect man. And he died the death that we deserved. He got on the cross. And he died on the cross. So Jesus, Jesus died on the cross so that you could get off the couch. And I, I, want, I want to illustrate this for you. So I'm going to have my good friend Chloe Spiva come up to the stage. If you would give Chloe a hand. Chloe's awesome. Chloe, how's it going? Chloe is an eighth grade girl. Where's Chloe's connection group at? Where are you guys at? Connect, Chloe's connection group? Where are you at? Back there? Yeah. That's your connection group back there. So Chloe, she's an 8th grade girl, Web City, uh, FCA, yeah. She's on the volleyball team, all co- kinds of cool things like that, right? Yeah, part of the Spiva family. Her mom and dad are both 8th grade leaders in here. So <laughs> jo- Joe and Jenny, Joey and Jenny, so that's cool. But here's the thing, some of you might not Chloe, maybe this is the, might, you might know Chloe. So for some of you, this might be the first time you've ever seen or met Chloe. Now, here's the deal. I need you to forget that she's Chloe, okay? Because Chloe does not exist anymore. This girl sitting on the couch next to me, this is Brittany. Everybody say, "Hey, Brittany." Hey. So, Brittany, Brittany, has a similar story to a lot of you guys. When, when it comes to following Jesus, Brittany's not. She's sitting on the couch. She's a couch potato. And uh, let's let's just be real. This is not. Remember, it's not Chloe. This is Brittany. And Brittany has three major sins in her life. Um, They are gossip. They are vanity, which basically means she cares too much about herself. And the third one is that she's disobedient to her parents. Now, I'm going to ask you guys to be honest with me and vulnerable with me. Is there anybody else in this room by a show of hands that struggles with any of those things, gossip, care too much about yourself, or you're disobedient to your parents? So, Maybe you relate to Brittany here. You might not consider yourself a couch potato, but you relate to Brittany at least. And I think that Brittany's story is going to help you make gains in your relationship with Jesus. So here's an example from Brittany's life. So Brittany goes to school with this girl named Jessica. And Jessica, um, just to be honest with you, she really, really, really likes the attention of boys. I'm not trying, I'm not saying this to try to be funny. So please be mature because this is a true story about a girl named Brittany. Not Chloe, but Brittany. There's a girl at school with Brittany. Her name is Jessica. Really, really likes Boys, and I'm not saying this to make you uncomfortable, but Jessica is the kind of girl who will make out with this guy one week and another guy the next week. And there's guys at her school who know that Brittany really, hey, I need you guys over there to pay attention. All right? Got that? So Jessica is the kind of girl who really likes boys, and boys know that Jessica really wants their attention. So they do stupid stuff like ask her to send inappropriate pictures, and because Brittany doesn't have, or yeah, because Jessica doesn't have. Uh, an older lady in her life making, helping her make wise choices. She actually sends them pictures and she's trapped. Now, there's people in her school, there's really one girl in her school who wants to help Jessica follow Jesus. But Brittany, on the other hand, Brittany found out about these pictures and Brittany talks bad about her behind her back. She's one of the girls at school who will gossip about her, who will whisper about her when she's just standing in the corner. Brittany is so rude and so hateful To Jessica, but there's a girl at school named Carly. And Carly doesn't care that Jessica's sinned. She doesn't care that Jessica's messed up. Carly looks at Jessica like Jesus looks at Jessica. And Carly wants Jessica to follow Jesus so bad. So Carly invited Jessica to church. And Jessica actually came. And she had a phenomenal time playing Nine Square in Gagabo, and she came into the worship center and she loved singing the songs to worship God, and she loved the message. But when it came time to go pray, there was this girl that she known at school, Brittany, who walked back there and saw Jessica bumped her and said pretty rude stuff to her. And to make matters worse, once the worship service was over, they went to small groups, and well, none of the girls. And Jessica's small group would talk to her. Brittany and the other girls wouldn't even make eye contact with her. Carly and the leader were the only ones who were even remotely nice to her. And Jessica didn't come back to church the next week because Brittany and other girls at church gossiped about her. And Carly tried and tried and tried to get Jessica to come back. But Jessica knew that there were girls at that church who were going to gossip about her, who were going to be rude to her, and who would not even acknowledge her existence when they sat in a circle together. Britney gossip. But Britney also struggles with vanity. She, she cares too much about what she looks like. She spends too much time in the mirror. If she posts a picture on Instagram. She'll delete it if she doesn't get a certain number of likes. And the crazy thing is Jessica really wanted the attention of boys, but Britney also really wanted the attention of boys, especially this one boy named Alex. And Alex was a popular dude in school. All the girls wanted Alex to like them, and they would do so much stuff to get Alex's attention. But Alex had his eyes on one girl. He had his eyes on Brittany. And Brittany fell into this trap that Satan traps a lot of young people with. uh, Brittany was created by God, okay? And because Brittany was created by God, Brittany is beautiful. But Brittany has believed the lie that she needs to become more and more and more beautiful that people are going to like her. so she started buying more makeup, more wearing more revealing clothes. She started spending too much time in the mirror, and she only cared about the attention of Alex. She totally forgot, totally forgot that she was created in the image of God, and because of that she was beautiful. Now Brittany is gossiped and she struggled with vanity, and she's sitting on this couch, the crazy Brittany doesn't even want to be sitting on the couch. She wants to get off the couch, but she feels stuck. She feels stuck. And those people in her life who are trying to help her get off the couch, namely her parents, her mom and her dad know that Brittany struggles with gossip. They know that Brittany talks bad about people like Jessica behind their backs. And they know that Brittany really wants the attention of boys at her school. And her parents don't want this for Brittany. So they tell her, don't do that. Brittany, you're better than that. But Brittany doesn't listen. And finally, it gets so bad that the principals of the school come to Brittany's parents and tell her, tell their parents, her parents that Brittany's struggling and she only cares about getting the attention of boys and she's being rude to the friends that she used to have. And so finally, Brittany's parents take her phone away and they ground her for a week. It's not that big of a deal. And Brittany looks at her parents and says, I hate you. She's gossips. She's, she cares too much about what she looks like. And she was disobedient to her parents. And the crazy thing is, she doesn't want to gossip. She wants to be comfortable with who she is. And she wants to obey her parents because the truth is, she actually loves them. But Brittany feels stuck on this couch. But Brittany is not stuck. Because Jesus got on the cross so that we could get off the couch. And a lot of you guys raised your hands and you said you struggle with gospel and vanity and you're disobedient to your parents. And some of you are sitting right here where Brittany is sitting. You're sitting on the couch. But Jesus got on the cross and he died on the cross. But Jesus didn't just stay dead. Jesus rose from the grave to give us new life. Jesus got on the cross. So that we could get off the couch. All Brittany has to do is center her life around Jesus. All Brittany has to do is stand up, pick up her cross, and follow Jesus. There's an awesome couple verses in Luke chapter 9, verses 23 and 24. Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, If any of you wants to follow me, pick up your cross deny yourself and follow me. Because people who want to save their earthly life will lose their eternal life. But people who give up their life for me, people who give up their life and get off the couch, people who who live their life to make gains and grow closer and closer to me, they will find life in me. Because I did not create you to sit on a couch. I created you to worship God. All Brittany has to do is say, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I trust you. And Jesus, I will follow you. I'm going to take a moment, real quick, and I'm going to pray for you guys. And Chloe, as I'm praying, you can go ahead and make your way back to your chair. Jesus, thank you for the students that are in this room that you created. Thank you for the students in this room who don't have to be stuck on a couch. Because you got on a cross. God, I ask that you would be moving in the hearts of students. I ask that you would be showing them yourself right now, God. That they would see you. And that they would get off the couch. Because you got on the cross. Amen. There's some of you who are sitting here right now and you really, really want to get off the couch. And Jesus is saying, follow me. And one of the things, one of the first things Jesus asked those people who want to follow him to do is to get baptized. Jesus says, get baptized. And baptism is when you unite yourself with Jesus. You unite yourself with his death. And when you unite yourself with Jesus' death, you know the story. Jesus not just stayed dead. He rose from the dead. And so you are resurrected with Jesus and you find new life in Jesus. Baptism is is uniting yourself with Jesus. And on October 19th, we're going to have a baptism night here at Christ Church. And some of you have maybe never made the decision to get baptized. And if you want to unite yourself with Jesus, if you want to follow Jesus, I'm going to encourage you tonight as you go to connection groups to talk to your leader about getting baptized. But right now, we're going to go and we're going to do a time of communion. We're going to take bread. Those of us who follow Jesus, we're going to take a piece of bread and we're going to dip it into juice, which represents his body and his blood. And as we're doing that, the band's going to play one song. So I want you to be kind of quick with the communion thing. But as you're doing this, get the bread, get the juice, and come right back to your seat and think about Jesus. This band leads us in one more song. Go ahead. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com